Welcome to Lacoose Talking episode 111. The Bills lose to the Pats in a winter storm on Monday Night Football. It's an anomaly. Don't worry about our boys. I got a futures pick for you. You need to do right meow. And the Browns got some fight left. Watch out for Baker. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you're a long-time listener, if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the best goddamn show uh, north of the border, south of the border, wherever you're listening. Ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and... Welcome. That's Sri Lankan, ladies and gentlemen. Sri Farvin Lankan. Uh, you're going to learn stuff in this episode. We hope you do. Hugh Picks went over last week. That's the way she goes sometimes. You just got to move on, try to learn from your mistakes. Uh, some of them weren't mistakes. Some of them were. And kind of differentiate between the two. But that's okay because my co-host is red hot and uh, carrying the dragon, as we say. Uh, Bill's lost in Monday Night Football in a winter storm game. The Pats threw two passes. Uh, Diggs had one fall off his hands. It was a weird game. I think you can just sort of wipe this one off the map. If Coach McCarthy was the coach of the Bills, they would actually just bury the game tape because they do weird shit like that over in Dallas. Anyway, uh, the Bills play the Pats again in a couple weeks, and I think that'll be the true decider of the Bills' fate this year. They are heading into the Bucks to, to play the champs down in Tampa, and more on this in Hugh picks. But I feel like even for the Bills players, playing in a winter storm, and then going down a week later for immediate redemption in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida, will actually feel good for these players. I can see them playing pretty good. I still think if the Bills can make the tournament, which you know isn't as for sure as it used to be, uh, they are still the cream of the crop in the AFC with the Chiefs, and they can beat anybody as long as winter hurricanes you know don't come in every single playoff game. Um, 49ers still fighting for their playoff chances. I still think they'd be doing better if Jimmy Garoppolo was the backup on the Argos right now, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, the bunch of teams still fighting. Uh, Steelers beat the Ravens on a weird last minute thing that I bet weird Mike didn't like, but apparently the Ravens are out of corners. We'll see. That's leading into the Thursday night game for the Steelers and Vikings this Thursday, which we'll get you ready for. I give six you picks point spread picks every week. And uh, we're just hovering around 500 right now. Weird Mike likes to give a smash, a sprinkle, sometimes a college pick. And sometimes when he's just fucking feeling like it, five picks to go a little overboard. Um, Weird Mike, I needed uh, the bills to go to get to not go over on my Hugh picks and uh, a couple of bet builders and whatnot. I saw you laid the lumber on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, how are you doing? I, I had Alabama on Saturday, so I didn't actually do that bad. I thought it was a genius. And then leading into Sunday, not a genius. In fact, worst Sunday probably in two years. How about you? Two of the worst beats of the year, the Alabama-Georgia SE title game and the Monday night football disaster, the, um, the high wind despair at Highmark Stadium. But no lie, Hugh. No lie, real talk. When I yeah. saw you were all in five heading into Sunday, heading into Monday night. Yeah. I was like, there's no way this guy's throwing up a frozen bagel. And I was like, I'm dropping some lumber. So I did it. Obviously, it's my bet. It's my money, you know, but that is, you know, I'm taking a crap around 430 in the afternoon in the Centennial base. And I was I like, no way. That- no way this guy's doing it no way he's doing it and he did it and i'm naming it it's called the frozen bagel no more frozen bagels hewlett all right well yeah i sure hope so look if that was the last one they threw two passes man if Diggs catches that ball like we're we're talking a couple plays away from a victory just a weird game what are you gonna do i think if the weather was normal bills win that one but uh way she goes that's I told, uh, so a really bad Saturday with the Georgia loss. Yeah. I didn't know you were uh, on Georgia sidebar, you know, as weird Mike, the Instagram at weird Mike, I, uh, tossed in one of these comments who you think is going to win. I said, dogs by 30 and some guy copied and pasted this comment into some chat room, Insta chat room oh. on Southern football. And now I'm tied into this deep South debate. Dogs versus Tide, you know, a tale old as time. 
And, you know, I just kind of had fun with it. I wasn't like being salty or anything. I'm like, guys, this is a decade in the making, you know, blah, blah, blah. But in my case and, you know, clearly Bama by 30 <laughs> type of thing. And these guys came back after me, gloating, bringing me back into the chat room. You know, you only ever hear about these things, but I was inadvertently brought to them. Huckster, be on the lookout for a couple of new subscribers down there in Tuscaloosa and north of Athens, Georgia. Nevertheless, weird pick is eight and one in its last nine picks. One and one last week, hit the Colts in the alt line. Had a great Sunday, folks. Really bad Saturday, horrible Monday. Tonight is Wednesday. I'm excited for Thursday and a fully uh, redemption on Sunday, but not the way you might think. I'm not chasing the money lost, okay? Because that's lost. When you don't have a guy, it's real money out of your pocket, all right? Baby cat's getting a lump of coal for Christmas now, all right? Sorry, kid. She's been spitting up a little too much lately. To be honest. <laughs> that's the way it's she all your goes. Food. <laughs> but... Um, that's jokes that, that your Georgia your Georgia by thirty is has gone viral. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That also kinda... in in our group chat, I was the one we were talking about prospective spreads as soon as the game was set. I'm like, yo, if it's if it's anywhere close to a touchdown, like I'm taking Bama, you know, uh, and it, it did. Anyway, gotta watch out for. So, gotta... so this week, um, you know, I've been preaching all year that the extra week is being treated differently by each team resting uh, game plans uh, what they're showing their opponents cards played if you will yep let me tell you here it is weird mike bye week coming up no bets made i am focusing on my prior investments aka my pools uh our 12-man survivor got 500 up for grabs this week our uh, pick six which the last two weeks i have fallen behind pace Going to reinvest myself in some investments that I made, not chase the G that lost on Monday night in the most bizarre fashion. So stay tuned for the weird pick, a very modest edition of the gambling donut coming in about 26 minutes and change. Okay. But for those, if you're just tuning in, this is your first episode. Uh, weird Mike is not going to do picks this week. I think I got that right. Or he might no, I do am, one. I, I have okay. modest picks. Modest oh, picks. you said weird Mike bye week And I'm like, are you just setting up a non-pick? <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, by, my bye week is that I'm not going hard. Okay. I'm not making any bets. I'm not doing box pools. I'm not making any, you know, two, $300 bets. Okay. 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 Taking a step back, focusing on the, on the money that I have already put out there into the universe. Okay. And uh, I joined a survivor, Hugh. Survivor three. 300 people, $100 a man, 30K to the winner. Pick two teams each of the next three weeks and one team each of the final three weeks. And I survived with Indy and the Rams. This week I'm leaning Packers and Titans. We'll get Huck's uh, interpretation of the Titans hosting the Jags later on this week. Remember the Titans. But uh, Weird Mike is back in the survivor game. 30K up for grabs. Here we go. Okay, so if you don't know what he's talking about, uh, these some of these survivor pools start late in the season because a lot of people are eliminated from them. So they do Survivor 2. In Mike's case, they're doing Survivor 3, which apparently started week 12. And away we go. He's making two picks, and I'm sure he'll tell us about them. For the rest of you, I'm going to give you some, some point spread picks and uh, talk about some futures. One future in particular, I didn't think the Bills were going to lose to the Pats. So I thought last week was the last time to get them at a good price to win the Super Bowl. That's changed. Okay. They are now up to plus 950, up plus a thousand places, still hovering around plus 850 places. But uh, I think they could beat the Bucks in Tampa and they, uh, their stock will go way up. So if you like the Bills to make the playoffs like I do, even if they don't beat the Bucks, uh, I think before the Bucks game is your best time to buy this stock low and get the Bills for a grand uh, for like a nice $100 bet. And when they're marching to LA, you will be very stoked. You listened. If you're not, if you're new to the show, we told you to take Tom Brady to win the MVP seven weeks ago. He went from plus 1200 to plus 175. We know what we're talking about with futures, folks. Friday futures. I'll be doing it on Instagram. Follow us at Hughes Talking. Yes, weird Mike. Um, big time disagreement. I think the time to panic is now. 
for Bills Mafia. We got uh, a game of the week candidate, Raymond James Stadium, the Wenches, yep. the Pirate Ship. Yep. F- familiar fall MVP candidate. Uh, Tom Brady knows, like you predicted uh, about 20 episodes ago, the start of the year. Yeah. Bills, Bucks, Super Bowl. I know. If the Bucks win this week, the chances of the Bills winning the Super Bowl are almost nil. Yes, the path becomes so convoluted, you hosting could, a home game. But you can make an extra bet next week. What I mean is that they do beat the Bucks. It, the, the value goes way down. So you, if you like the Bills like I do, I'll, I'd make a, a bet this week. And then if they lose to the Bucks, I'll throw down a little bit more on better value. If they can make the tournament, which isn't for sure thing, I understand that. That's why the value is good. But they still got games against the Jets. Like they still, they, they got, they, you know, their schedule after the Bucks and Pats gets a little easier. And anyway, they make the tournament. They could beat anybody. And that's all I need. Okay. The Bucks were a wild card team last year. All right. Uh, this happens where, uh, you, you know, if the, this is the bad part of the Bills season, this is when I want to buy stock in them. I've been saying this all year. That's just me, though. It's, you can do what you want to do. Anyway, be worried. But uh, like it's I said, it's, it's, it's all about this week. They, they, they pushed the envelope. The envelope hasn't burst yet, but uh, it might in Central Florida. It's, it, for me, it's not necessarily like, Obviously, the pat like the pass harder, like they need to win the rest of their games almost, you know, just to make sure they get in. Great, I, I really think they could do that. But now, what? But now, who's in the way? Okay, Bills, Bills, Ravens playoff game in Baltimore. Who are you taking? I'll take the Bills. Bills, Patriots taking the Bills. Uh, Bills, Chiefs, tough one. Uh, you know, who, who are they going to play that you're scared of in the AFC? Bills, I Titans. Think, I think you're going to get Tom Brady treating this like like a de facto playoff game where he can exact a death blow to a team that he sees uh, as a potential, you know, roadblock. Here's the thing though, the, what the bills do well, Tampa struggles with the bills are an excellent passing team. The bucks struggle in their secondary right now with it through injuries. So if the, the bill, the, the bucks strongest thing on defense is running defense, the bills don't even try to run the ball. So I just feel like it's actually a decent matchup. Bills offense versus Bucks defense and where they struggle. If Tyler Henneke can tear this secondary apart, I'm, Josh Allen and the boys can do it too. So that's why it's plus three, not three and a half. And I'd be interested to see if that, that line moves a bit. No, Antonio Brown has done something to the Bucks offense. They're just not quite as explosive. True story. Okay, let's move on. Hawks uh, Titans. Remember the Titans. How are we looking going into this week, bud? They're coming back. They got the easiest remaining schedule. Derrick Henry is due back any day now. Oh, really? But there's been no news on him, but the original uh, diagnosis was six day weeks. It has been six weeks. How about that? Guy's so, a monster too. So you figure it'd be on like the lower end of the six to eight. I I'll rush think, him back. I think they're not going to rush him back because they because they have an easy schedule and they're yep. still in a playoff spot. A healthy king a healthy king for the playoffs is what they need. Yeah. So if that playoff spot does become in jeopardy for whatever reason, I wouldn't be surprised to see him play. Long live the king. Also candidate for man of the year, I believe, uh, which is the Walt- Walter Payton man of the year. One of the coolest looking trophies for individual trophies in sports. It's a football player wearing like a cape all in bronze. Like a, it's a cape. I think it's one of those actual old like winter coats, but it just looks like a cape. It's awesome. Yeah, well, if they don't give him this award, I'm going to be furious. Okay, should have given the MVP. Let's look up the bet three six five odds for this. It's probably like minus Walter eight. Payton Man of the Year. We'll get Leslie on it. Leslie, uh, by the way, folks, thank you for sharing, uh, listening, subscribing, following, downloading our podcast. We are slowly growing, and it's all because of you. Thank you so much, Look Who's Talkers. Also, I got oh, I got a great announcement. Um, Last year, for everyone who uh, helped raise money for Hughes Holiday Helpers, I finally, basically, I, I called Holiday Helpers, and I just don't know how GoFundMe works. I Because it showed how much money had been raised, and that number was still there, I really thought Holiday Helpers hadn't collected all the money. But they're just showing how much money we raised, not necessarily how much money is still in the fund. 
So they actually did get all their money last January, but it just gets clumped into every other GoFundMe that's also raising money for holiday helpers. And they didn't even know where the money necessarily came from. So they're like, no, I haven't received anything from Hughes Holiday Helpers. Then I talked to GoFundMe and they're like, all of the, the funds have been deposited in these checks last year. Bah, 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 bah. Long story short, we could run Hughes Holiday Helpers again because I didn't want to start it thinking that there was a problem with holiday helpers actually collecting the funds. We good. Uh, so let's set a new goal and try to raise another thousand bucks. Uh, I'm going to post something on Instagram because they're sending me kind of an email explaining what our money did last year, which is pretty cool because gambling doesn't have to be totally selfish. You know, when uh, prohibition ended, you know, no one thought that Budweiser would become like a massive charity thing. Like they make beer, but they also do good stuff. We, in this new prohibitionless sports gambling taboos removed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Us and our amazing look who's talkers, all you guys, we're going to try to do some good with our extra shekels uh, this holiday season. And I'll get a better explanation of exactly what our money did. You know, whether it was like, we, Hey, we gave four families, Christmas trees, presents, dinners, all that stuff. Just a feel good thing for the holidays. Gambling doesn't have to be selfish. It can make money for everybody, especially as long as you don't go over six. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, definitely going to be contributing next week. Yes. <laughs> Waiting for that thousand yeah. to heal. So I'll be posting the link again at Hughes Talking and posting the email from them, uh, thanking everyone for their support. And you guys are awesome. Uh, not a lot of sports gambling shows are raising money for charity. So far of yeah. Um, yeah, I got a truth of the week later on about the Bucks and Chiefs. Mike probably hate it. Some of you will probably love it. I fucking love it. And I got, I got six picks coming up. Um, yeah, just a little talk about the Browns. You know, coming off their bye week, all the AFC North is kind of just evened out with that one Steelers win, right? Or else like the Ravens would probably run away with it. So yeah. now it's just, um, it, it, it's kind of, you know, it's almost anybody's game. And I think the Browns, perfect bye week for them, especially for Baker, who was hurt. And just emotionally, probably still butt hurt from the OBJ dad video showing how many times he missed OBJ open. Now, I heard a couple different sides of that video, by the way. I heard some receivers say, yo, any receiver can make a video like that. It's just the way it is in the NFL. You know, sometimes you run routes and you don't get thrown to. And then I heard some other receiver just talk about, yo, that's a great video. Like this guy's really open a lot. And like Baker's looking right at him. He's wide open for a touchdown. And he goes to the check down, which double covered. So I believe in Baker, but, but it was but weird. It's, it's funny because we all think that to be true of Baker. That's where perception is reality to the masses, right? You, of course you can make that for Robbie and for any receiver. You're right. You could totally do that. But, you know, you, other people get the benefit of the doubt. Other people we don't care about. But Baker, it's like, ah, <laughs> look at him, man. How could you not get it to him? I'll, be, I'll bring this. You know what, Mike? I'll give you credit. I'll bring this back to your analogy where Baker was the coolest dude at the party with the other, you know, the other B receivers coming out of Oklahoma. Number one, number one, uh, number one pick. And then the coolest dude in the room from New York City, international superstar shows up and, you know, it's just uncomfortable. It just is. And Baker's intimidated. But here's what happened when that video went out. Baker always thought that him and OBJ were maybe cool a little bit. Like, you know, like as in it's like the coolest guy showing up to your party. You know, it's he's, he's from, you know, he's the coolest dude at your party. And then right as, as he's about to leave your party, just as he's kind of like shaking your hand and thank you for a good time, you overhear him saying to all the other A cool kids, yeah, the guy who throws the party's a fucking loser, man. <laughs> like, you know, and yeah, it's just a man breakup that you don't often see in sports. And he was buttered about it. Like there was a report, like, yeah, he was actually definitely upset. And not man breakups. And not necessarily quarterback receiver upset, but like, oh man, I thought you liked me upset. And now you publicly hate me <laughs> you got your dad to post about it so are you going to get down on a brown's futures i am the, not uh, not on North brown's division? futures not on brown's futures but a combination of factors has put the browns into my hue picks definitely minus two and a half because everyone's thinking how are the browns favored here what's you know vegas is begging you to take the ravens here's the problem the ravens went for that two-point conversion in the words of john harbaugh because they were out of corners 
Now, Harbaugh is a bit of a weird coach. I think they would have gone for it anyway. They're just so, they seemingly that team to, you know, just go win the game on a fourth down. Disagree, agree. I'm not one of those to just sort of agree or disagree immediately because if he catches the ball, it's genius. He dropped it, so it's not. But long story short, Marlon Humphrey's out for the year. Marlon Humphrey is the Baker Mayfield eater. And they've, they've lost another corner. Brown's coming off their bye week. Uh, being able to run and pass the ball against a, a weakened Ravens secondary. I think this is what Vegas is talking about. They're begging you to take the Ravens. I'm going to take the Browns. And um, very rare spot where the, the Browns will be playing the Ravens for the second time in a row. Ravens by Ravens. Advantage Browns. Got to be, right? Got to be. You just watch them play the Steelers too. Plus the Steelers games, it's always tough. You know, like these are these are hard hitting games. So you got to figure the Ravens are going to be a little bit beat up going into that Browns game. They don't need it as much as the Browns. Browns whole season's on the line. I'll take uh, I'll take the bye Browns and the dog pound. So JP, if you're listening, first time I'm taking the Browns all year, I think, bud. Hope I'm right. Short price at home. Uh, I think there's value there. So do I. Also, not it's it's not a primetime game. It's just an afternoon game in Cleveland. You know, like nothing for Lamar to get too excited about. I'm going to be keying in on that exact. <clears throat> you just want me to go ahead and launch it? Or you got something else to say before we can? No, no, no. Let's go to the picks, man. It's a beautiful slate this weekend. And I don't think we need to talk about our my picks from last week anymore. Let's just get right into it. And then we'll talk a little college football playoff um, after after the picks. But you're definitely sure. going first. You, you, you're, you have honors on whole, th- is it whole 13 week 13, my friend? It's uh week 13. We'll call it whole 13 uh, week 14. There we go. Week, week 14, 14. Yeah. whole 14. I, uh, so I, you tee off first. Uh, I'm going to get two more beers. <laughs> so the rare, uh, double bogey honors for weird Mike here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you mentioned it, Hugh, uh, caught my eye. A nice one o'clock game, sort of a forgotten tradition, if you will. We all rally around primetime and Thursday and Thanksgiving and soon Saturday I'll be out, right? Love me some NFL Saturday, by the way. Me too. Big fan. Big fan. Um, But you know who hasn't played a Saturday or Sunday one o'clock game in forever? The Dallas Cowboys. Minus four at the Washington football team. One o'clock state. At Landover, Maryland, the Washington football team cannot keep winning football games, scoring in the teens. That cannot continue and will not continue. They will not keep up with the Cowboys. The Cowboys coming off the mini buy that Hewlett's been talking about for three weeks. They finally <laughs> had it. <laughs> That's true. They, fi- they finally had it. They're fully healthy. Smith is back. Cooper's back. Gallup's in stride. No pun intended. We got the rested Cowboys versus the Washington football team that has won four in a row. God knows how. And it comes to an end. Cowboys minus four. Relatively easy. Up seven, eight the whole game. Late score. Looks worse than it is. That is the smash, everybody. The gambling donut this year. 18 and 16. Eight and one in my last nine picks. Extra fresh this year. It will be the sole focus of my gambling this week, not reaching out, coming off the hard loss. And I'll be sprinkling on the interconference beatdown, hashtag alt line, the Los Angeles Chargers minus 10 versus the New York football Giants starting a third string bona fide clipboard holder, Georgia QB fuck Jake Fromm. I've had enough of Georgia QBs for one <laughs> NFL season. This is a big play offense versus a bona fide third string newcomer, not in the system. Third string. Hey, I'm studying. I'm in the weight room. I'm the QB. This guy got here yesterday. And that's right. The guy actually got there yesterday. So, and you know, this is a weird thing. You think New York is going to invade SoFi, but, you know, those Giants fans, they'll pay good money to boo their team anywhere. I don't care if it's Houston, L.A., South Beach. Chargers minus 10, big plays, looking at the alt line. Maybe 
maybe a 20 plus point victory could be done at half cruise control in the second <clears throat> giants have scored the least amount of touchdowns top three worst in the league Chargers are just hitting their stride heavy sprinkle Chargers minus 10 light smash Cowboys minus four 18 and 16 ain't looking back hottest thing on this show since Huck's November mustache God I missed that thing and I'll be taking most likely the Packers and Titans in my survivor. Well, all right. All right. Uh, just one, uh, one thought. There's a chance Mike Glennon does play for the Giants. He's not for sure out. Okay. Just like he is hurt. They don't know if he's going to play, but that's not for sure going to be Jake Fromm yet. So just, just so, know that before you outline it. But I do like yeah. it. Even if it is Glennon, I still like it. Like, I like that. And I think the Vegas is saying that too, because if it's for sure from, I, I could see that going to like 11 or 12. So we say uh, sprinkle at your discretion. Yeah. Okay. Before my Hugh picks right now, um, I got it because I didn't really finalize that teaser I was going to make last week, but I, I got one for you. Uh, I got one for you this week. Is that in yours? I got a teaser. I'm going to give you right now. It's not part of my Hugh picks, but. I've been playing some teasers and especially in college and uh, I've been winning. So I'm not sharing all my picks, you know, you know me, but uh, I want to spread the wealth of the things that are actually working. <laughs> so uh, the chiefs Titans and Seahawks are all roughly between seven to nine and a half point favorites. We're going to tease those down to just under a field goal or a field goal. And those will be, that'll be my teaser chiefs Titans Seahawks by roughly a half a point, half a point and three points. So that's my teaser. Uh, I think you should. I think it'll, I think it'll work. And uh, Chiefs over the Raiders, uh, Titans over the Jaguars at home. That'll end up being by two. And the Seahawks are seven and a half point favorites in Houston. I'm going to tease that down to one and a half. Okay. <clears throat> Cue the Obi Trice. Let's do the U picks. Here we go. You. All right, folks, we're getting back in the saddle again. <laughs> we are going to take the Seattle Seahawks minus seven and a half at Houston. The first team eliminated from the NFL playoff competition. Look, Houston, they seem to have a plan. As in, like, they, they were awful this year on purpose. Except I don't think it's a good plan. Like, I don't think this plan's actually going anywhere. In fact, I think in about a year and a half... The, all these guys are going to get fired and someone's going to have to come in and clean up this mess. Uh, this was a team that planned to suck, succeeded, and now here they are, sucking. So I think the Seahawks, uh, even though they're definitely, you know, not that great of a team, they have the pieces in place and they're still somewhat trying to fight for a wild card spot. Their season isn't over. I like Russ to come into this empty stadium and have just a feel-good Seahawks win. Tyrod Taylor's probably out. Might be Davis Mills. I uh, just don't think it matters. Uh, I don't see the Houston offense scoring more than 13 points. And I'll take Russ and the boys to score a nice 21 at least. That covers the spread. Call the final 27-10 Seahawks uh, in a game nobody watches. <laughs> All right. Silver pick. We're taking the Cleveland Browns minus two and a half at home. Uh, versus the Baltimore Ravens in an AFC North matchup. Again, I think Vegas is begging you to take the Ravens here. That's why it's not a pick them or Ravens by one, Ravens by two. I think they know these two teams are even. I think they know Lamar's struggling right now, throwing the ball. He's making some bad decisions. Probably a little bit banged up after that Steeler game. And they are they are lacking corners. Their best corner from Alabama, Alabama, Mr. Marlon Humphrey, the Baker Eater, is out. Torn Peck, not coming back to save the secondary. I think the Browns... This is max effort from the coaches, max effort from the, from the team. They can finally sort of just get away from the OBJ thing and move on and try to make these playoffs and a good home victory over the division leader is a great way to do it. In fact, it's probably the only way to do it. So we're looking at the Browns Super Bowl and just another game for the Ravens. So take the Browns. All right. With our bronze pick, I am taking the Buffalo Bills plus three at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look. I think what the Bills do well, the Bucks struggle with. So now we got Tom Brady facing one of the better defenses that he's faced all year. And I'm not saying he's 
going to have no success. But I think the Bills' safeties will be able to slow down the progress, a little bend, not break towards Tom Brady. And uh, I think the Bills' team will just be energized from being out of that winter nightmare and playing down in Tampa Bay. Also, if you beat the Bucks in a legit game, nobody's going to remember that you lost to the two-pass New England Patriots the week before and also sets you up really nice in the AFC. I'll take the Bills plus three. Um, I'm hoping they win, but I think the plus three is good. I think it's going to be a real tight game. And I could see the Bills uh, kind of hopping on the Bucks early the same way that the Washington football team did and having the Bucks play comeback. So, uh, look, with the Bucks are missing something without Antonio Brown. So, luckily, we get to play them without him. Fake Vax card. Get the buck out of here, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> love it. Uh, I knew you'd love it. Anyway, you're an idiot, Antonio. You got, Tom has set up the whole world for you to get back to the Hall of Fame. Just get the fucking shot. All right? Team first game. No fake Vax cards. Um, okay, our fourth pick. We are taking the Cincinnati Bengals plus one and a half uh, with the San Francisco 49ers coming into town. This line started at Cincinnati minus one. Bunch of people who moved the line betting on the Niners uh, to the Niners actually getting one and a half. I think Joe Burrow's injury has something to do with this, but even an injured, a slightly injured Joe Burrow, I still think is better than Jimmy G. Um, Disappointing loss for the 49ers against the Seahawks last week. I still don't think they've wiped away that taste in their mouth. And I think the Bengals know they let one slip away last week after a beauty comeback that should have <laughs> helped out my Sunday. Joe Mixon fumble, scoop and score, kind of changed the whole game. So I don't think the, the Bengals are going to let themselves lose twice in a row to some non-conference opponents. Early game for the Niners West Coast team. Let's take the Bengals just to win the game. Love it. Okay, uh, we're going to take the New Orleans Saints minus five at the New York Jets. This number is low, basically because Taysom Hill is the quarterback and he's a little nicked up on his hand. I think Sean Payton is a smart enough coach to beat the New York Jets however he has to do it. I think Taysom Hill running the ball. They have a healthy, rested Alvin Kamara back. He's practicing. He's going to play this weekend. And I think that's good enough to be a touchdown better than the New York Jets. The hopeless probably changing their GM soon. Robert Saleh is not doing great in New York. It's not a pretty time for the New York Jets organization. And I don't think a desperate Saints team coming into town uh, is the recipe for success. The Eagles with Gardner Minshew just made them look dumb. I think the Saints with a healthy Alvin Kamara and a good defense to pick off Zach Zach Wilson a couple times does the trick. I'll take the minus five. Saints with their season on the line to beat the New York Jets by less than a touchdown. Yeah, we'll take it. Okay, and my last pick, we're taking the Chicago Bears plus 12 and a half on Sunday Night Football versus the Packers. Look, I think the Packers are going to win this game. I just think 12 and a half is a lot. And the Packers just aren't a shit-kicking team. They get up about 10 points, maybe two touchdowns, and they sort of relax. Also, when they only have one real, real weapon, uh, it's hard to just keep shit-kicking teams because you got to use multiple weapons to score those multiple touchdowns. So anyway, I, I see the Packers winning this by 7, 10, but 12 is too much. Justin Fields is back. And he'll add a little spark, possibly run for that extra touchdown to help you cover your spread. Not to mention, we got a, a, a quarterback who will fight for your spread. He's a young guy. He's just trying to, you know, put up a good game on Sunday Night Football, lay some tape, and lay, laying some tape against the Green Bay Packers. Good way to do it as a Chicago Bear. I'll take the 12 and a half points. All right, those are our Hugh picks. Browns, uh, Bills, Seahawks, Bears, Saints, Bengals. Not exactly in that order. We'll post them all again at Q's Talking, as well as Weird Mike's Golden Picks. This guy's having a hot month. And we'll post Huck's Pick. It's the Titans. You! <laughs> Remember, um, before I get into this uh, rebuttal, I will not be giving away on Sunday morning my gambling donut. You got to listen to the show. This is OG. Look who's talkers. The ones who listen get the cash. You know what I'm saying? I do. But, you know what um, you're saying. Big time, big time rebuttal coming, Hugh. Sure. Some, some on the good, some on the bad. We're coming at you fast and furious. The games that matter. Fuck the frozen bagel. Hewlett's going to fucking line up at a Jewish delicatessen at Eglinton and Bathurst and get the fluffiest, sesame seediest bagel and lather that bitch up with a schmear of urban garlic cream cheese this Sunday. Let me tell you. Schmear. Schmear. 
gotta love first off gold pick love it houston tiles thrown in davis mills tyrod taylor yes earned his paycheck um the stadium totally dwindling yeah there's no US- there'll be more seahawks yeah. fans possibly they're they have shifted to the usfl in houston <laughs> it's who and knows what they're year. doing what are they doing like- uh we talked about it you spoiled it earlier or teased it earlier browns ravens back to back with a buy in the middle versus a division blood rival yeah advantage browns big time big ravens guy big time advantage browns this week I think I'm on the sharp uh, side of this one, which doesn't matter as much as people like that like to say as far as what side you're on sharp public, they, they both win. So, but on this particular game, I do believe I'm on the sharp side. They look, it looks like they're begging you to take the Ravens. Anyway, which picks don't you like? <clears throat> I, uh, I don't like you putting the bills in here because with them only being a field goal underdog, that's telling Tom Brady that they think they're even. That's what he's saying. Yep. That's what he's seeing. That's what he's reading. But, but Tom and can't play defense on Stefan Diggs. That, you know? You know, <laughs> it's different. Uh, Tom smells blood. I, I hope the Bills get it done. I think it's game of the week. I think it's must-see TV. Yep. I think it's a beautiful stepping stone for this Bills team. Crazy to luck. Beat, and to Jeffrey. Beat, beat the champs. You said everybody won't rem- everybody will remember that loss. We're still talking about a 6-3 week one Broncos loss. Uh, nine years later, okay. Bills Nation, Bills Mafia doesn't forget shit. Yeah, but we're not in the nobody, dressing room. <laughs> hey, nobody's forgetting that loss anytime soon. I'm talking about okay. the Bills dressing room and what they need. This is a beautiful stepping stone for a young team that's ready to take that next step. And just like Eli Manning's Giants years ago, when they were just floating around wild card spots and they get the perfect Patriots on Weird Mike's favorite Saturday night football. I was working a Leafs game watching this Patriots uh, Giants game to see if the Patriots could get the perfect season. And I had Randy Moss on a bunch of props. He catches the 23rd touchdown pass of the season to set the record and beat the Giants on one of the last plays of the game. However, the Giants learned that they could play with the champs. They could beat the champs. I think the Bills are about to have a game like this. So if they lose by a point or two, okay, but I think the Bills are actually going to walk in and beat the champs. But this is a unique spot where that loss by one or two points or one possession or one fumble or whatever sure, sure. might knock them out. Everybody, that Saturday night, everybody forgets the Giants were comfortably in, right? Or, or secured in. But, um, but anyway, they just played surprised. all the guys anyway. They did. They sure did. Um, love the Saints. Uh, that's off the yeah, Kamara back. Healthy. That's huge. I, I forget Taysom. Is Simeon out? This, this guy needs to be the guy. Hill needs to be the Swiss Army. You can't force, you can't level jump that relationship. This guy is not. A starting quarterback no. with the legendary offense of Sean Payton and what this guy no. has to do. So let's get this back guy back in his holster, in the slot, at the end of the line, returning punts, whatever this guy needs to do. Maybe maybe it's on Wednesday and we don't see it in practice. On the, I, I don't know what taste. They gave him $100 million because he thinks they help him win. So whatever that is. Make him go do that. You know, it's you know, it's far from crazy is that the older the Taysom Hill gets like when he first came out of college. OK, great. Swiss Army nice. Yeah, he's got young, fresh legs. It's like five years later now. He's a little okay. slower. He's a little Hard bit miles, bro. Hard now miles. He, so now he's just a way below average quarterback and a way and a, a becoming below average Swiss Army knife, you know? Correct. Um. You got the uh, Cincinnati San Fran. Did you know that was the first football game I ever watched? Super Bowl 23, Joe Robbie Stadium, Bengals, Niners. Weird Mike's first ever football game. That was when your parents got together and they just threw you in the bay with the kids of the other parents that were attending the party. See, these weren't your friends. <laughs> you got thrown down there. Here's a soda. Here's a bag of chips. We're leaving at 1130 or whatever the game ends. Here's a board game from 1987. <laughs> and I and I oddly enough did not get along or want to be part of that room. So I found the TV and watched Super Bowl 23 alone in the toy room of Anofio basement in Etobicoke. There you go. Weird Mike's first NFL game. Uh, don't like the pick. I like a Niners rebound. 
I think the Cincinnati pitch has gotten too hot. They've been situationally hot. I think Burrow's really hurt. They haven't really addressed the O-line. He's still taking a lot of shots. I know. And the guy's got a lot of moxie. This guy fights for the extra yard in the third quarter. Like, God love him, God willing. But, you know, that's part of the equation moving forward. Such, they're such an inconsistent team because they're like, they're, they're a young team, right? They remind me of the early Dallas Cowboys back in the early 90s, pre-Super Bowls, just when they were starting to just kind of get hot and, and win some big games. But they're so inconsistent. Um, I, wish, I wish I could call them every Sunday morning and be like, Hey, is this like, is this one of the good ones? You know, <laughs> watch out everybody. Uh, Niners with, with and without Debo. He is uh, their engine that could, this guy is a hundred yards and a score almost every week. So <clears throat> yeah, keep an eye on Debo, but that's the only pick I really don't like uh, bears plus 12, Justin Fields. You got him. You said he'll fight for your split Hewlett. Yeah. Truth be spread. told hand to God all week. I've been getting messages saying, can you tell Hewlett to settle down on the Gardner Minshew? I can't believe we made it 40 minutes into this episode and you haven't mentioned Gardner Minshew. Well, the cool we'll thing fight is for your spread. You had the some cool good thing posts. Is, the cool thing is very legit. I don't even have to. I don't have to fight for Gardner anymore. I think the NFL world's catching up. This guy yeah, is it's not a joke, man. He's a really he's a really accurate passer. And I think if the Saints were thinking clearly, this is this could be your guy, man. He, he's the size of Drew Brees. He's a little bit more athletic. Like when Drew Brees was coming from the Chargers, he wasn't some all star. He was the guy they gave up because they drafted Philip Rivers. So now you got Gardner Minshew, the guy they gave up because they drafted Trevor Lawrence. He's really accurate. He throws a catchable ball. And I, I was mentioning this to Dewey. Uh, I'm like, look, one of the reasons I like him is not necessarily just because I think I'm some film genius and I'm like, ah, oh, everyone's missing something like this guy's great. One of my favorite film geniuses, the NFL films guru Cassell on the herd last year with like five, six weeks left in the season. They're talking about Trevor Lawrence and he's like, to, truth to be honest, they're calling. I don't think, uh, I don't think the Jaguars need a quarterback at all. Even if they are picking first Gardner Minshew is an above average quarterback in this league and herds like, Oh, they've got one win, you know, blah, blah, blah. The guy, you know, he's, he's a, he's a, he's like an RV commercial. What are we talking about here? He's like, I, I, I can't speak for all of that. I'm just talking about the film. This guy throws a catchable ball. He's got great footwork and good mechanics. So, I uh, push, pull it or drag it in. We'll give you 1600 bucks here. Lockport Gambino Ford. We got a Gardner Minshew edition 2019. Welcome to Western New York. Yeah, you better shut the farve up, Steve Tasker. Hey, put that guy in the Hall of Fame. eh? special teamers belong there. OK, yeah, if he goes, then Matt Slater goes. Uh, one thing about your Chargers pick, um, for those of Tell you me. who like to read stuff, I sure do. One of my favorite things that I've been reading for about 25 years is Peter King's uh, Monday Morning Quarterback, which is now called Pro Football Talk Morning in America or something like that. Either way, ProFootballTalk.com, Peter King. He was talking about, he had a good piece of his article about the new analytics of fourth down and whatnot in the NFL. He actually had all these beautiful stats comparing everything. and the, you know, the number one, as far as analytics are concerned, like you, if you ask MIT, who's doing the best job at game managing some of these tougher situations, it's your boy, the Chargers coach, Staley. Uh, the, the nerds love him because if you're down two touchdowns. My boy, my boy, I called him a lunatic. This is what I mean. Well, it was, it was in jest. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he is a lunatic because they were talking about situational football. They were down two touchdowns to the Browns. And it was fourth and three on their own 26 yard line for 50 years of football. This is a punt. And they're, it's like the second quarter. They're down two touchdowns. They go for it and it increased their chances from like 5.9% chance to win to 12% chance to win. And they just say that, you know, if you just accept that you're trying to win the game, not just feel good about yourself, uh, these are the decisions you need to make. Like, as in punting it away feels good. Short term. Hey, we punted it very far away from our end zone. It's going to be, they probably won't score on us again, but you are not giving yourself a chance to win. Even if they don't get that fourth down, you know, they still have to get in your end zone. So we're just talking about four or five first downs, like 50, 40 yards, which doesn't matter as much as people think it does. And guess who 
was like second and last second last and last on the list. One coach I like one coach I think is getting a little bit too old for this stuff. Mike Tomlin doesn't really like going for it on fourth down anywhere besides the other teams, 30 or 40 uh, and Pete Carroll. And if you, I've been watching a lot of Seahawks football, Harris, I know you'll back this up or maybe you won't, but there's been a lot of fourth and twos, fourth and ones, fourth and threes when the Seahawks are already losing and they got no mojo on offense and the defense was just out there for a really long drive against the Rams or something. And the punt fourth and two from the 50 yard line, uh, punted fourth and two from the 40 down 10 punted. No, no. Anyway, it was a good article. Check it out. Peter King. He talked about the chargers coach and I was not as crazy as you think. And it taught me some stuff. So I'll post, I'm going to post on Hughes talking. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the article, specifically the list uh, of coaches and stuff, because it, it's been helping me bet which up until last week was a good thing. <laughs> All right. So that's my shake, shake it off. Oh, I'm good, man. Again, Bama was very profitable. I normally don't lay the lumber that hard. Um, so that was, that made it up. Everything it made everything. Okay. 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 So yeah. Holiday helpers is back up in action. Uh, Oh, we're Mike. I want to ask you this. What, what was, what game was your biggest financial win? of all time, whether it was the last leg of a parlay or just something that was a crazy underdog that hit, but what final whistle in NFL history was your most profitable final whistle? And what'd you do? Uh, what'd you do with the dough? The, the most profitable whistle was, wasn't NFL. It was Ohio state plus seven and plus two eighty in the national title verse. Oregon and there you go. paid for my whole trip to Dallas thousand dollar seats thousand dollar flight big barbecue big tip everywhere I uh, went to a stars game just sort of balled out in big D yep with uh that was about that been awesome it really was uh NFL spike would probably be uh the cash that never came uh the Ravens Super Bowl run versus the Niners uh, amidst the uh, scandal there at the bank. Oh, Hall. I got you. AKA bookie that went was, bye-bye. <laughs> that was the, that was heartbreak. That was me preaching Ravens right about now, actually about week 14, week 15. I just started telling all y'all this was just before the show, I think too. And uh, that was set to be about three or four K. Yeah. Someone asked me that on Instagram and I'm like, Oh, I'd like to ask weird Mike that that's a, that was a good question. I've, I know I had some pools wins that have been over this, but I couldn't actually remember what the last game was of the pools win that have been like, you know, over seven, like over six, seven grand. But um, yeah, I always tell this story. It was the curse of winning uh, back in college was working as a bartender and I needed Brett Favre to cover eight and a half points against Jake DeLome's Carolina Panthers in somewhat of a mediocre Brett Favre season. But I knew the guy loves Monday night football and he fought for my spread. And I never forgot it. And we got about 27 marvelous pizzas. Uh, dumped a dumped a big bag of some some something on the table and rolled it all up. Uh, good times, a lot of fist pumps, a lot of beers. It was like dollar. It was dollar Monday beer night. I think we went downtown. Woke up two days later. But that's kind of the fun of it, folks. Again, don't blow your whole load. Uh, you know, if there's there's lots of ways to do this right and lots of ways to do this wrong. So we here at look who's talking try to tell you the ways to do it right you know you could walk in on a sunday and blow your whole fucking rent and everything uh and you know basically just end it you can walk into a mcdonald's and get 27 big macs and die okay but they give you an extra value meal we're here to give you the extra value meal and the little bills toy on the way out so uh we try to apply kind of especially when i'm talking futures i'm trying to apply like a walmart a wall street strategy is of hedging to my futures, which act as the investments. So that's why I'm always saying like, hey, buy this team low. Even if you don't think they're gonna win, buy them low when, when everyone's doubting them, you, you can kind of hedge that bet later on. There's usually a good opportunity to. And that's what we try to teach you on this show. Yeah, okay, truth of the week time? I think so. All right, this week's truth of the week. <laughs> 
Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. The truth of the week, folks, I can tell how good you are at picking NFL games and handicapping the NFL by what you tell me during the regular season about what you think of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Because at least two or three different times this year, multiple look who's talkers and multiple friends of mine, group chat friends, who whatnot, either ask or just make the comment, make the, the statement, ah, the Chiefs are done. Ah, Tom's done. Tom's old. Tom sucks. Well, Vegas doesn't think so. They haven't really thought so all year. So if you can see what wins championship football and then just sort of assume that they'll get to the tournament later and then that the, 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 the type of football that wins championships will have to be beat by somebody that's not quite as good at championship football as they are then then that's what you're missing because there's 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 just a, a way to do this that wins rings it's why tom has seven it is the excellence of the average as in it, the most average play in the nfl that like three yard little third and two pass if you can be perfect at that if you can do that perfectly under any stress in any situation in any stadium well shit man got a good chance to win the Super Bowl. Mix in good weapons, good O-line, good owner, good GM, good coach and all that stuff. And a definitely top 10 quarterback because besides Trent Dilfer, non-top 10 quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls. This is just the recipe. So what I mean is don't expect a beautiful cake at the end of the season if the cookbook that you had never had the right recipe. Okay? If you think the Bucks and Chiefs were dead at any point this season. Take another look. They weren't. They're not. In fact, they're steamrolling towards the same Super Bowl as last year, but there's a couple teams in the way. The same teams that were in the way last year. And what happened? Yeah. So before you're too quick to sink Brady because he's 44 and you just want to because you're fucking sick of the guy, relax. Also, Pat Mahomes probably the best first three years in NFL quarterback history. Yeah. He might have gotten into a little funk. Maybe he's off with his mechanics a bit, throwing a little sidearm, but uh, I think it's a good bet that he's would probably figure this out. Also, if they're running the ball a little bit too much for your liking, because maybe you got him in fantasy, that's what they need to do because they're just trying to win games, folks. They're not trying to put be the best offense of all time because the other defenses aren't letting them. Here, here's five-yard passes. Here's eight yards of running all the time. If they take it, they win, and they've won five of the last six. Anyway, so just be wary when you're sinking the two best teams in the league, according to Vegas, and according to anybody who can sort of tell what wins championship football. Giddy up. Now, I think the Bills will be in the way of the Chiefs. And obviously, Mr. Belichick and the boys got something to say about that. But I don't think they're there yet. Uh, or I don't think Mac Jones specifically is there yet. But they're going to be a good team for a while. They'll be battling this division for a long time. Baby steps. Anyway, truth of the week. How you judge and tell me about the Chiefs and Bucks specifically tells me a lot about the way you are looking at teams to win championships. And we could agree to disagree. I don't think I'm God. I just think that myself and Vegas often see these teams alike. And you should too. Be in it for the long term. Long term in the tournament. Who's going to beat them? So they are not done, as we told you. He who judgeth, head to the median. He who judgeth, head to the median. <laughs> Love it. I don't like this anyone room. saying anybody's done, uh, unless they're mathematically done, because we've been doing this so long, we've fucking seen it all. All right. Ben Roethlisberger's Steelers went through murderer's row to win that Super Bowl against the Seahawks. They went into Indy and beat Peyton Manning at his best. Yes, Mike Vanderjet, the weird kicker, missed somewhat of a somewhat easy kick, somewhere in the you know mid 40-yard range. No one remembers that. And they went into Denver and smoked him. Anyway, wildcard teams can go on runs. They sure can. So teams aren't done just because they didn't win their division. Look at last year's Bucks. Woo. What do you think of that uh, Raiders Chiefs? Been really uh, nine and a half. Yeah, I, I got the like teaser. I, I, I honestly, it was it was in my picks. I was rotating them in and out. 
with the Bears. But I just at this point in the season, I'll take I'll take I want to be on the side of the points. Twelve and a half is a lot to cover. Everyone's got injuries. So I think these teams try to end games a little bit faster. It's not no one gives a shit if you if you win by 14 or 10. You know, like it's at this point in the season. Let's get the fucking victory. So there's a little more killing of the clock. So I think I'd rather be on the side of needs the points. But I do like the Chiefs to absolutely beat the Raiders. I'd say by over six. So I'm going to tease it. Um, they win the game. I think it's a good, you know, money line bet. They're just a much better team than the Raiders right now. And uh, but the, the nine and a half for a division foe, division opponent. It's tough. What about you? Uh, I kind of like the Raiders. Kind of like Raiders. They won there last year. Yep. Uh, Chiefs unders have been dominating. Broncos, some bad coaching. Probably should have covered that game on Sunday night. So lean towards the division foe with the points. I'm just staying away from the Raiders. They they really. I mean, they got to. They needed to have that game against Washington. Seventeen fifteen. Yes. Come on. So David Carr took. He's just a little bit too frantic for me right now. This seems to always happen to him around week 13, week 14, where it just looks like he's on Adderall out there and he just needs to calm the fuck down and just throw a little check down. Yeah, well, maybe sometimes he succumbs to that Vegas pressure. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's true. <laughs> Adderall slash whatever you need whenever you need it. Also, when we recorded last week, I didn't know Darren Waller was for sure not going to play. So... Stuck with the pick because I still liked it too, but watch for that injury, folks. Again, as we approach, we record this on Wednesday and Tuesday sometimes. We uh, There's some game time decisions that we will not be uh, party to. Uh, so we follow us on Instagram, at Hughes Talking, at Huck Media, all 111 episodes brought to you by Huck Media and HuckMedia.com. And check out our friends at Bet Openly. Again, they won me a, cup, a lot of money with Alabama because people were getting really, really high on the Bulldogs and bumping up spreads to plus eight. Just seeing if anyone would take it for minus 128. Yeah, I did a lot. So that openly. Anyway, it's, it's cool because it's it's just users. There's not some computer system that's making a bunch of bets that you can take and feel like you're getting screwed on. This is just you versus a whole bunch of other people. And you might you you might be thinking they're greedy and they might be thinking you're greedy. So it's kind of fun. Betopenly.com. Follow them on Instagram at bet.openly. Uh, that's all for me, guys. Anything for you? Shut the huck up. Titans are back. Go Titans. Giddy up. Titans over the Jags on my teaser in uh, down in Nashville. Weird Mike and baby cat. Oh, big smile from baby cat. How you doing? Baby Cad, come to bless the farewell. Dallas minus four and the Chargers minus 10. Alt season has begun. Weird Mike on his bye week, but the alt season, alt line season has begun. Merry alt line season, everyone. One last thought. I'm not, I'm, I'm not much of a hairpiece guy. And I mean, I hope I never have to be. But if I do, I don't want it to look anything like Drew Brees's. Is it supposed to look that weird? This guy looks like a mannequin. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Is, is it supposed to be that obvious that you just have a, a hair hat on? Anyway. Anyway, shout out. Always good seeing baby cat on the episode. All right. Big smiles for a big bills winning down in Tampa. Hope so. Uh, remember to take the bills futures. If you like them now, or if they lose to the bucks, it'll even be sweeter next week. These will be the two weeks I'm taking them. Uh, Thanks for listening, folks. And uh, if you liked what you if you like the show, please hit the like button, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, share it on your social media feeds. We'll reshare it. And don't forget to send in your six picks uh, to the Team LTD and Bet Openly Q Picks contest. Uh, our boy Mike Mattersbacker is currently running away with it, but uh, we had a couple perfect weeks the past two weeks, so we'll be handing out some weekly prizes on Instagram. Follow us at Hughes Talking. That's it. That's all. Let's go Buffalo. Woo! Ever since I held a pen with my left hand Ever since I was a man, baby, I've been told You're good for nothing Even while my style was neglected I took tall and unaffected Cause in my soul I stood for something And I remember being spit in the eye Must admit, shit was about to get violent But I stayed silent 
my day will come, I'll get the last laugh. For those who doubted too blind, I find their own path. Every single file while I'll be signing autographs. In your pipe and smoke it Hold it in until your throat gets red And the eyes in your head lose focus Truth is, people nowadays are ruthless Rather see you fail than prove shit can be done Well, they're the ones who make excuses I worked hard, found hope, lost weight, smoked dope While the others got paid, I stayed broke What a joke, no one can say that they I'm living better than they, so here you get off of my cloud. I'm the one they sent to control this crowd. Guaranteed to put smiles on faces as I'm rocking shows on a regular basis. 